No, Stanton, they haven't contacted me. And I'm not happy that you set me up as the middleman for your little lost and found mission. I don't work for you. We work together, and that is just until we solve this problem. Don't you ever forget that. Now, I need to get off here. I have work to attend to. Yes, the deer people thing. What? Yes, you can have them once they've served their purpose. Should be about a week. Once the trap is sprung, I won't have any use for the bait. I assume you'll be at the club tonight? Well, I'll see you there, then. Hope your deal goes well. You've forgotten what everything we is broken a, down. Has, I guess yeah, it's, it's just us. Emily and, and yeah. Amber. And I've got a pin in Richard. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can go if you want. I'll go ahead and go for you because all I'm going to do is just try and fill up that clock. Okay. Oh. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. We're hunting down Stan. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have you have a lead on people selling fey wild creatures. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about that? So going to figure out where their supply is coming from. Well, that one you already know. You know where their supply is coming from. They're oh, okay. physically hunting Feywild creatures from, like, the incursions. They're, like, expeditionary groups oh, okay, okay. grabbing those. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I wasn't as... I guess I wasn't all as clear as I thought I was on that. Okay. So you you know where their supply from. Like, you know they're selling them to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're probably catching way more than to be going to exactly one person, mm-hmm. frankly. Um, not to mention, like, so who doesn't want to have a cool color-changing wild tiger as a pet, right? Yeah. That's a rich people thing. All right. <laughs> so maybe I where there's, that. like, a <laughs> figure out where their major influx is going, like, if, if there's, like, a significant amount of them being bought by one. Okay. How are you going to do that? Um, go and interrogate some people. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um... Yeah, then what's your charisma modifier? Two. Uh, Everything's two for you. Uh, um, no, charisma is three. Oh, okay. Then, um, yeah, then roll 3d6, because that's what intimidation is tied to. Mm-hmm. Two, six, and three. Okay, so six is your highest, so fill up three sections of that clock. 
And what do you do for this interrogation? <laughs> what does this look like? Can, can I just beat him? Just beat it out of him. Oh my god, Jesus. Let's, let's do that behind a veil, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so... So you go full Batman on this... You go full, like, Batman versus Superman on this guy. Um, and what he basically ends up telling you is... Um, that, like, they, uh, what they usually do is they have a middleman mm-hmm. that auctions them off. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been some auctions, ha- auctions happening on this end of the river, uh, ever since they imposed, like, the curfew on the opposite side, because no one can go out at night, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the area, like, the warehouses move around, but, like, typically it's in the northern section of Ural's half of the city, um, where there's, like, a lot of industrial warehouses and everything like that. Um, it seems to be people, like, you know, it seems to be frequented by somebody who can pay the money for these sorts of things. He tells you that he gets paid well. Um, and that, like, these, like, basically they're kind of, like, weird, eyes-wide-shut auction house party things. So I need to get into one of these parties. Possibly. <laughs> so, and that's where you at. All right. Okay. Anything else? Um. You want to admit that you secretly love somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Radamore, I have something to tell you. <laughs> Radamore, I can't hold back my feelings any longer. It was very good, though, was the thing. It's right. It was. It was. It was yeah. very good. Yeah. No, I don't have any feelings to admit. <laughs> okay, cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got none. Cora. Uh can I end on the sad scene and do my clock first? Cause I'm not gonna fill up the clock. I still have like seven sections of it to go. Okay, yeah. So I want to um I know the names of Odo's parents and I want to go see if Tanita's natural remedy shop is still in business. Okay. That seems like the best one I can do. The other one is a legal secretary, and I could go in and be like, someone's like defaming me, and I want to sue them with like one of those criminal posters. But Uh, instead, uh, I'm going to go buy some natural remedies. Okay. Um, So, any roll, I guess? Yeah, what what, what role is this? It's for my clock. Right. Trying to determine what kind of. uh, So, are you hunting down. Okay. What do you want this to look like? Uh, I want Cora to go... So I'm not sure where I should be in this clock. I know the end of this clock is their memories are fixed, and I have seven sections. Yeah, don't worry about that. Tell me what you want this scene to look like. Well, I at this point, I'm five sections in, and I only know their names. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go to the shop and pretend to be a customer and try to talk to Tanita. Okay, cool. Then that's charisma. Yay! So what is it? What's your modifier? Plus two. All right, 2d6, take the highest. Okay. Four. Four? Okay, that's two. Two seconds. seconds. Good. Honestly, I kind of need this Mm -hmm. to go slower because it's nowhere near where it should be at this point. Okay. Ding, ding. You walk in. Um, There is decidedly... There is decidedly kind of like a maybe middle-aged... It's kind of hard to tell with Dragonborn, but like a maybe middle-aged... Yeah, suck it, Richard. The... um, (laughs) There's at least one other dragonborn in the world. 
Um, I thought your parents. That was Samoto's parents. <laughs> um, How did that work? Oh, goodness. The uh, baby middle-aged. Um, she has like silver scales. Uh, they have kind of a pearlescent quality to them. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing like a little smock and everything. This is probably not Tamina, because you know she's a dragon lady Tanita. and not a Tanita. Yeah, like not a halfling. You know what I mean? But yeah. like definitely is an employee of the store. I was like, hi, how may I help you? Hi, I'm. Um, I've heard really great things about this st- store and was looking to find out more about natural remedies. Yeah, what is the do you have um is there something that's going on that's like do you have an an ailment or uh, got like a I guess she'll point at her horn be like this is pretty new and still like it hurts in the head, you know, getting your horn broken hurts. Sorry about that. I I understand <laughs> she kind of gestures to like a pair of like kind of like back curling horns on her own head. Um I definitely understand. Um, yeah, so and so she sort of walks you through like you know some nat- like some some holistic pain remedies. Um, I'm not gonna go full sawbones on this thing. I'm gonna be okay. real nice. Uh, Look, you made world, the store. It's a world full of magic. Yeah, you made the store and the profession. I'm yeah. just frequenting it. It's fair. <laughs> so what were you trying to? What information are you trying to get out of them? Well, I want to interact. Because they'll, they'll tell you about pain meds, but... I know, I don't yeah. care. My head's not actually in pain if it is I work through it. Um, I want to, like, know, is Tanita the owner? Do I have to make an appointment with her? I'd say, like, mm-hmm. I have heard... I've heard Tanita's name thrown around and came here specifically because of the rumor or whatever. Let's pretend that that okay. that they're well known. Um, This person seems sort of confused they're like okay all right um <laughs> doing the best i can yeah, that's fair they're like uh tanita's um usually comes in like twice a week uh, mostly she does like the books there's you know the few of us employees three of us oh. employees who kind of cycle everything in and uh, out i love here. to support small businesses yeah um appreciate it uh <laughs> the <laughs> at least the gills haven't gotten into like growing herbs yet so can i the hmm? uh, can I ask them, like, do you need do you need any additional help? Is there anything I could do to help around the store? I mean, honestly, we probably could use the extra hands, but with the with the curfew and how everything is, business is like way down, and we don't like. I oh, know, I, I don't I'm, need to pay. I... <laughs> She's making whatever face I just made. I know it was weird, but I can't. I can't see my own face. You want to work for experience? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, uh, I don't want to work front of the store. You know, people get a little scared of the tieflings and stuff. But I'm really, really good. I'm really knowledgeable with administrative work. I can, I can help y'all back here. And when things get back up and going, like you know, we'll just. It's a. I, I helped you out, and I, I feel good about that at the end of the day. Um, I don't really have I'm a really the, nice person. Yeah, I don't really have the authority to, like, make that judgment call. It's not, like, my business, you know what I mean? <laughs> Who do? <laughs> I mean, I can... Well, tell, tell you what, if you come, come back in, uh, come <clears throat> back in, we'll set you up an appointment with, like, Tanita, and, and then maybe you can talk to her um, and see... See what she has to say about that? Okay. 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 
right. I'm going to buy, uh, oh God, how much money do we have left? Do I have enough to buy a thing from the store? I'm going to buy whatever medicine that they recommended for my head pain. Alkaline water. Oh my I'm going to buy it because I'm trying to scam these people. It's three coin. How, how many coins do we have? We have enough to spend Can I buy like coins. a little keychain? <laughs> <laughs> Like a little crystal in a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> How many coins do we have? We have 12. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like, you can buy the alkaline water, it's fine. We're not spending subtle, it on anything else. Uh, I'm making a subtle joke about... I Poland. know. Yeah. I'll buy the friggin' <laughs> fake thing. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I don't know how we're getting to the end of this clock. It'll be an adventure. Um, okay, so that's my action. Um... My scene um, is weird. Yep. So I want the scene to take place in Fuku's shop. What club? What the den, we, yeah. The den. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want flashbacks of how I got there Okay. to be interspersed. Okay. Let's, so, let's set the initial scene. Yeah. Um, what are we looking like? Are you in character? Hmm? Are you in character or are you nope, asking no, me as a person? No, this is me asking is Brian. He's uh, asking you to set the scene. Oh, should I just come right out on the bad news or should that be like a later? I mean, they're going to need to know what they need to take out. So That's you know. fair. Okay, so yeah, I think it opens on Korra talking to Fuku and um, Odo can be there too. She's mm-hmm. not t- hiding things from them. Yeah. Um, and she says... I just need you to take away my last hour. Is that enough? Maybe you put them on a bus to somewhere in the last hour. You probably couldn't take them Okay, so yeah. like, how about six hours? Is that too much? I don't want to erase important shit. Say 24 hours. Okay, that'll keep my scene that I just did, right? Like... Yeah, yeah. Okay. The time is nebulous in downtime. Okay, yeah. I just don't want to erase all the clockwork I just did and have to do it again. Like, hello, I'm Back here. Like, one. we already <laughs> sold you this shit. No, no, no. This is, ne- like, downtime is nebulous. But okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the last 24 hours mm-hmm. from my memory. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're, like, they sit you down in a chair. Um, the fairies sort of start circling you. It's real weird. They're real trippy. They're just, like... Yeah. Is does Odo stay to watch this or are they like having bad flashbacks? No, they're staying. Um they're they're visibly but, uncomfortable wait, with don't their stay. They, I Cora went alone. Okay. Hmm? I realize I don't want to make Odo have to have their memory erased too. Cora went alone. That's that's a good point. You would need Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that to them. Well, Odo could go with you to the, the thing and not go with you to the, the dropping your parents off thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah they okay. could still be there in support. So if it's you want that. just my memory being yeah. erased. <laughs> just your memory being erased, yeah. Um, Fuku would probably advise against doing this too many times. Anyways, but... Uh, Thanks. Do I have to sign a waiver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're okay. Um, this is experimental anyways. What? The, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> your insurance won't cover this. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> Once was a sad scene. Ah, <laughs> uh, ignorance yeah. is bliss. So yeah, uh, you you start like a, as the as the kind of collective the collective hive mind here starts sort of like focusing and pushing through and kind of weeding out what they need to take out and everything like that. Um, 
do you want do you want to remember that you sent them away? Yes, I want to remember the conversation that we had before we went away. Okay. I, I want to remember saying goodbye. Okay, okay. So there's a, bits they have to untangle there. Because you probably already have in mind, like, even during that conversation, you probably already had in mind where you were going yes, to go. further mental trauma. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. Let's, well, they kind of, like, go to start from the start. Like, so the start. We get a we get a quick scene of like you in your parents' house. Where you're talking to your dad's about. Um, we can be abstract here. I think we would start with like, "Hey, I'm engaged." <laughs> like you know, hey. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> are like they're like uh, great. Like they're very excited. They're a little confused, but they're excited. Aww. Like, and then. Photoshop's uh, off the two big ring. They're wearing as a necklace now. Aww. And the can't wear it on their hands. I need to, make, I need to go get a, an actual ring for Odo at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take something with me. Like, is there, like, a picture of all of us together? Or, like... Because I'm sure Cora has something of her mother's that she keeps. Like, mm-hmm. a necklace or something. Yeah, I'm sure as but, you guys are, like... So, so we move from you telling them that you're engaged... Like, the kind, we kind of, there's sort of, like, that, like, fuzzy memory sort of, like, effect that is on the, you know, on our on our camera at this point. It kind of, like, fast-forwards to you having, like, a terse conversation with them where they're, like, where they're, like we don't understand, like, we don't, why do we need, to, like, we understand that we, we, we don't believe what the keepers are saying about you, you know, like, why Good. do we have to go? Good, don't, um, don't believe what they're saying about me. I am not a wanted criminal. There's you are a wanted. I criminal. am a wanted. That is a fact. <laughs> um, we're we're gonna do something good here, and but you're in danger. Okay, and I think what they do is there's a lot of argument back and forth of like, like how are we in danger? Blah blah blah. And then finally, I think what happens is Odo like lays out like, listen. Here's what's actually going on. Like it's just like 100 percent truthful with them like. We are criminals. We do criminal shit. Um, Okay. Yeah, we run a criminal organization. Um, It's like a nice Robin Hoodie one, but it's still against the law. Um, And so they kind of, eventually it's like a long conversation. Probably takes at least like a solid hour of like confusion and emotion and lots of things of arguing back and forth. And then finally they agree like, okay, okay. Okay, we'll get out of the city, at least for a little while. It's not like it's super great right now anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you know, it's, they don't want, they don't want to necessarily, like, leave you behind without a support network, but. And I think that's where I can make the case for um, Cora going all the way to their new destination with them. Mm-hmm. Um, because she wants to see that they are there safe, that they really are safe. Um, mm-hmm. That, like, the setup wasn't. Because I guess the part we didn't show is Sashmir got us a setup. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, that can be the next yeah. little vignette. Yeah. yeah. So And then... Because you, you kind of have to get them to agree to do it. True. Yeah. First. Well, you know, I probably... Cora went there with a place already set mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you would tell them, like, hey, this is where we're going to get you taken care of. Yeah. And the, so what we see is, like, you explaining to them and, like, 
the like as we're like listening to the conversation it's like okay we're going to take you to and then like it sounds muffled and very like charlie brown of like womp womp well, womp and mm-hmm. odo could not have heard that part no no odo wasn't there it's fine Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm being very abstract okay, with the way that I'm describing. Like Seshmir and Odo can't know yeah. where they're going. Seshmir just arranged for it. I'm framing a montage from a television show. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only person who knows is Cora and her parents. And whoever set it up, I don't even know who that person is. That's fine. The... <laughs> um, so, and I think, like, we get, like, kind of like a scene of them packing their bags, of you helping them pack their bags. Uh... Some last family moments. And I think, like, as you're moving through the hall, you, like, stop and you pick up, like, a like a little photo of you guys. What are you all doing in this photo? Oh, my God. Can it be the Christmas that Odo came and visited the first Christmas? Yes, it can. And it's all of us. Yeah. In, like, stupid Christmas sweaters. Yes. Okay. okay. Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Um, and then I think, like... There's scenes of you on a bus, and it kind of whites out. And there's scenes of you guys arriving at a bus station, and that whites out. And then the I think what we see is the... I think as the audience, we see a little bit of a sign of where it is, just like audience knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it kind of goes... like It's already kind of half gone before we even, we even get like the full bit of information. Uh, and it's... And then, like, you kind of, like, snap back up, and you're in Fuku's lounge, and there's no, and you know, like, there is a, there's an aching gap in your memory. Like, you know there's a hole there. It's like when you have a wisdom tooth removed, and you can, you know that there's a tooth there, and you kind of keep poking at the hole, but you can't find anything oh that's also beneficial for my clock <laughs> um okay well okay. i guess we'll thank fuku do we owe you anything yeah. um and i think what cora wants to do mm-hmm. is get on a bus and go to her parents house okay to of course find it empty yeah and just like sit there real sad okay want to have oh, a sad scene cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a scene with Cora. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> sitting on your couch. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. You're sitting on your parents' couch. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Shannon. <laughs> and <laughs> the you're sitting on your parents' couch, and you're just kind of like, because you know you've sent them away, right? You just don't. I know, know. that. You know, I remember. You know that you sent them away, and know that you chose not to know that. Yeah. Like, <clears> and so. <clears throat> But you can't help kind of thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like thinking about the absence of knowledge and everything. And you hear a noise from the kitchen. Like somebody rummaging around in the refrigerator. I'm gonna get like an Eldritch Blast queued up. (laughs) And and go like slowly peek around the corner. And rummaging around um, the refrigerator is a woman with uh, like kind of like a dark complexion and red hair and then big old horns and leathery wings and like black turtleneck, black black slacks. And actually, I think this is the first time we've ever seen a full picture of her. She also has like um, the, she also has like uh, goat hooves, essentially. Um, and it's, it's uh, Zariel. And she turns around. She's got like a soda in her hand. She's like, oh, hey. This is disrespectful. 
I'm sorry. Are you, are you going to drink all the sodas? I, no. She's a devil. They're disrespectful <laughs> by nature. <laughs> this is technically I'm family. Have you come to collect? Hmm? Maybe. What do you want other than soda? Come on, let's soda. go sit. I'm thirsty. It's hot in hell. I know it's hot. We could use that. <laughs> but you're not in hell anymore, motherfucker. Yeah. Come on, Except let's go sit. it's hot here, too. Let's go sit. Yeah. Probably not as hot. So uh, what, does, what does your parents' living room look like? Uh, oh, can it? I want it to be, like, out of a fucking sitcom. Like, it's it's a little flowery couch. It looks very domestic. Like. Okay. Cool. Well, Very she, cute. She like, takes a seat in like a lounge chair that's in there, um, and her like tail kind of curls up around in like entire lap and everything. And she's like drinking soda. And she's like, oh, "I want Cora to sit down and mimic that pose on the couch." Okay, yeah. <laughs> the um, guys have very similar tails. Yeah. Wonder um, why? Huh? Wonder why? Yeah. The so she sits down. She's like kind of sipping at her drink, and she's like, "So your friend Sashmir." I'm sorry, what, you, you only talk to me in dreams. You can't talk to Seshmir, too. I'm not, let me talk. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Also, I don't only talk to you in dreams. Name, never mind. Yeah, I can name <laughs> at least one. The, um, but no, your friend Seshmir, he, do you know what's up with him? Does she know what's up with you? I mean, I know the conversation, but you haven't told me anything else. Yeah. I mean, you heard, you heard the conversation with Nerlothotep and Izzy. Yeah, I mean, um, he was but working. But you haven't had, I don't know how much Tessa has relayed, and I haven't relayed any of that. Yeah, so, I mean, he was working for some evil dude. He's not anymore. They broke up. Our whole building got set on fire, which is real cool. He's not doing great. Yeah, okay. No, he, <laughs> like, he, so what he was in, it was a contract, and he broke that contract. And now he no longer has the benefits of said contract. Frankly, I don't know how he's alive. I have an idea on how he's alive. But the... If I'm doing stuff for you, you better do stuff for me and explain that last yeah. part. Uh, my old, like... I'm pretty sure he's... I can, I can tell f just from the shine about him that, like, my, my old boss has taken a liking to him. Gotcha. So... But what you need, what he needs, is power again, because he's lost it all. He is, if he goes back into combat, Cora, like, he, was, he wasn't the most robust dude before, but he's lost a significant amount of his protection and power. So someone needs power, and you come sniffing around. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. 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 Listen, I'm a devil. I'm aware. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not here telling you that you know I am here for purely altruistic reasons. I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm the good guy, right? But I also don't want the goddamn world to fucking end. Sorry, I just thought a really good one liner. So you have to let Cora have the last line. Okay. <laughs> like, and I would just like to to maybe. He seemed not terribly receptive the last time I talked to him. He didn't 100% know who I was talking I should have maybe been more honest, because he's had a kind of like a rough go. Yeah, I feel like yeah. after all your years peered up with Ayun, like, you at least gotta have some value of honesty to you. It's true. I should have probably been more forthright with my offer, because he's had a, ba he's had a bad run with people not being forthright with him about 
these particular dealings, and I should have been more respectful of that. <clears throat> but the, but maybe I was thinking that you could broach the subject with him, and by thinking and maybe, I mean you're going to. So, <laughs> me out of character. I just have to broach the subject of him supporting a devil. I don't have to yeah. make him. Yeah, I need you to convince him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you maybe should. But I need you to convince him that this is a good deal. And let me tell you right now, it is a good no. deal. Because uh, the path he's going down, like, he is too far away from being, uh, gaining the power of a god, like, gaining favor from a god. He's not going to become a cleric in, in, in you know, the next six weeks. The angels and the celestial beings that he's trying to get a hold of, they are stingy with their power. They don't like... They're not big on direct action. They haven't been for a long time. And what do you do to me if he isn't convinced? We made a deal. You owed me a favor. No, you don't... He, I can't force anyone. You can't force him to, to do choose it. Choose a right. thing. I do need you to make a legitimate and passionate and full full flavored argument. I want to break oh, up. Fuck, <laughs> you're fucked. I don't like you, Grandma. You're. Um, Cora, I hate to tell you this, but you're fucked. <laughs> so, if a better offer comes along, and he takes that first, yeah, that's not. Not opposed to like I'm not saying no, right? I'm not saying. What the, do you do to me? If he chooses not to take it, if he chooses not to enter into a contract. That's completely fine. But I do need you to put in the effort, and I'll know if you're not. Oh, I have an idea. Mm. <laughs> this isn't the thing. I know, huh? <laughs> I have an idea, Cora. Like. It's, Look at me. <laughs> I'm a devil. I'm a lord of hell. Oh, you don't say. You can't play a player. Just remember that. We made a deal. Straight up and down. I know. Okay. Oh. And. <laughs> you know, so. is, is she walking out or? Yeah. So she's like, so if you will uh, ring him up and set up a meeting. Oh, well, if I'll have to do is set up a meeting. <laughs> Goodbye, love you. Okay, um, love you, bye. <laughs> oh, man, I really want, as Zariel's walking out, mm -hmm. Cora just calls her we're like, hey, Zariel, mm. how's Ayun doing? <laughs> you know, we used to be close, her and I. She, she kind of stops at the doorway. She got scared. They all got scared. Maybe it's because you're scary. <laughs> no. Oh, the sass. The sass is off the chain. Help. They got scared because they lost something. And they didn't want to lose anything again. What did they lose? But getting, I don't know if I, if yeah. I ask, I can yeah. ask that, but I doubt she'll tell yeah. me. What did they lose? But sacrifices are a thing that have to be made if you're going to make progress. You don't move forward 
without losing at least a little bit of something. You're sounding like a, a, a chain smoker I once knew. Sacrifice is the name of the game when the game is the world. So. Okay. Bye, Izzy. That's, that's hot. Please don't take my teeth. Please stop eating plastic. You no. are driving me bonkers. <laughs> oh, my God. So the pin at Seshmir. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The... What's that meeting look like? Oh, we're doing this right now? Yeah, he filled up his clock. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so... The plan I had was something that I was actually going to, like, work out. Mm-hmm. But, like... I want... Can you do a flashback not in combat? Yes. Yeah, we've done it before. I will take stress. I I want a way that Seshmir and I can communicate, but Zarya won't understand. Like, to, so Seshmir knows, like, can see that what I'm thinking and what I'm saying are two different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, what she wants you to do is be there, be it, set up a meeting and also be her advocate, is what she asked you to do. And I feel like Seshmir knows Corrin well enough to know that her sitting there doing this is not uh, in character. Okay. Um, you guys can just have that, some kind of weird series of signals. I don't know. Yep. Or you can just be straight up with him. You'd be like, hey, Seshmir, I need you to meet me. Also, you're going to meet a devil. Oh, I wouldn't also. hide that information from mm-hmm. him. I would tell him, like, hey, Seshmir, my grandma wants to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> You want to meet Cora's grandma? <laughs> sure. She really okay. likes soda. You should bring some soda. Okay. <laughs> sure. She, she, drank, she already drank all the soda here. All right. She drank one soda. There was only one There's soda. There's only left. one soda in the fridge. <laughs> yes. My parents were trying to quit. <laughs> uh, Shows up with a six pack of soda. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cora's in her apartment. Um, you all have no idea what it's well, I'm not in my. Or Am I in the old broken down apartment? I don't know. Where are you meeting? Where do you want to meet him at? You want Sorry, y'all did not the... say I could not. Uh, yeah, I want to meet somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We can meet in the. Mm, Sorry, y'all knows where the warehouse is. We can meet in the burned down warehouse and burn sure, it down again. Sure, put that new conference um, table there. Yep. Yeah, get that fancy new conference yeah, table. Yeah, we can burn it all down again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's Odo would not not come. What? Like they did <laughs> not. She did not tell you to bring Odo. She didn't say not to. Mm, <laughs> all right. Fair. She didn't say I couldn't. Yeah. She just said bring Seshmir. Sure. Bring Odo into this tense situation with a lord of hell. No, please don't hurt them. Don't bring them. All right. God damn it. Cora's going to tell them where she's going, though. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to get soda, and then I'm going to the warehouse right. to meet what my does grandma. This, what's the scene look like? Go to the warehouse to meet my grandma. Okay. <laughs> What are we looking at? What does this look like before Zariel walks in? I think, I think it's a big conference table, mm-hmm. um, like the big. Is it like a circular conference table or like kind of a, an oblong oval? I want like Seshmir and then Cora's like kind of sitting like you know not like in his lap, but they're like friends are close together. And then there's a chair for Zariel like at the far end of the, <laughs> the table. The opposite end of the conference <laughs> table. Okay, I like this. <laughs> You've um, taken away all the chairs I've brought except for those three. <laughs> I just set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 
So you guys are like, no, no, don't burn my chairs. <laughs> you don't. You don't not, all you knew was set up to set up a meeting. You, like Zariel didn't say time or any place or oh. anything like that. Or so, is it better if Cora's like in the middle of the two of them? It's whatever you want to do. Yeah, yep. Cora's like in the middle of the two of them. Okay. I mean, Zariel knows where to be, when to be there. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are tersely sitting there, kind of like, all right, when does this? How does this? Cora work? pops open yeah. a soda. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, you, you pull over, so, like, you guys are sitting there, finally, you're just, like, you take a soda, and when you pop it, such where you see, kind of, like, walking out from behind Korra, that woman that you met, sort of, at the, uh, at the Temple of Paylor, except now she's got horns and wings and goat legs and is a lord of hell. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, this is gonna be fun. Hi, Mr. So, Narash. Sashmi, this is my done? grandma. Hmm? Oh, Hi. Hi, my grandma. She she saved you. She reaches over Cora and like before Cora can take a sip of that soda, picks up that soda. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Directing is directing by Quentin Tarantino. The uh, she saved you that one time you died. I did do that actually. Yes. Um, So she moves to the uh, like the table or the chair that was set up for her. Um, (sighs) Mister Narash. Um, or do you want me to call you Seshmir? How do you want me to address you? Seshmir will be fine. Seshmir is fine, okay. Uh, I'm Zariel. I am the lord of the sixth circle of hell. Uh, I am a devil. I am an arch devil. She's um, very the, truthful, though. I'm, I'm pretty high in the pecking order of hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you are currently trying to do, I know about your power situation. Um... And I know who you're talking to to try and get power from. I used to work for him, too. Uh, and he's a dick. No, he's a very <laughs> nice man. He's a, good, he's a good man. He is a good, he has a big heart, and he cares a whole lot. And he is scared. And he, when push comes to shove, I have seen him not take the action needed do what needs to be done. And I am looking at the precipice again. This is not the first time that this world is threatened to end. And I am sure it will not be the last. And the last time, we fought hard. And we lost a lot to preserve it. And then after that, they got cold feet. They did not want to push further. They didn't want to secure the world further. But I want to offer you the power to try and help save the world. Uh, And I will be upfront about my terms. I would like your soul when you die. When you trans, when you die for real, the next time. I'm Not- laughing in character. Yeah, that's um. I'm, le- I'm, no- I'm putting all my cards on the table. This is how we do things in hell. We're up front. Uh, I shouldn't. Frankly, I apologize for trying to be sneaky about approaching you before. I should have been more forthright because you've had a bad relationship with uh, with employers in the past, and I should have been more respectful of that. Oh golly! But, and I'm not saying I will. Take your soul now, or I will 
make a contract for your soul and then put some kind of weird Rube Goldberg machine into place where you die, then I get it. This isn't a power grab. A little too this specific, This is just the grandma. terms... Hmm? A little too specific, Grandma. Yeah. The... Listen, I work for hell. We deal in souls. This is the transaction that I, I am contractually bound to make. This is how it has to be. But I want you to know that I support this action. I want you to win. Because I want the world to keep moving. That's why I helped you not die before. I, well, I tried to. It was, there was a lot. In my defense, there was a lot going on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm only so powerful. We did save you once. We. But. Some of us don't mm. get a choice. <laughs> but that is the terms. When you die, your soul is mine. In the meantime, you can live out a long Long, healthy life. Dragonborn lived for a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. A couple hundred years. Yeah. You can get live as long as you want to. And <laughs> the, and this isn't like, oh, you, like, like, if you need to get back in the fight, you get back into the fight. Like, this is not a, this is not, I'm not trying to tell you that there's any kind of weird, there's no fine print on this contract. And she actually, like, reaches in. She's wearing kind of, like, a blazer and, like, a button, like, a shirt with, like, the, like, a black blazer with, like, a white shirt. But it's, like, not got a tie or anything. It's kind of slightly unbuttoned. And she, like, reaches inside of the blazer and, like, literally pulls out a contract um, and puts it on the table. And so. And I'm not saying you don't have to sign this. I'm not going to interfere in you reaching out to other powers. I'm just telling you that I used to be that other power. And I know the restrictions that are on the other side. How? And, sorry. Hmm? I feel like I'm supposed to be making more of a contribution to this to save my soul. Yeah. Um, no, your soul's fine. You didn't make a deal for your soul. You just made a deal for his, his life. Oh, right, yeah. Well, There's nuances to the deals. They just have to, yeah. Um, how touchy is Ariel about her past? I mean. It's in the history books, so. Yeah. Well, there's a version of it in the history books. Does Cora know that version, or does she know the real version? She probably knows that version, because she went know. to seminary. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know the real version. Mm-hmm. Has I known? I have spent a whole lot of time reading books about the Dawn War, mm-hmm. and about... You know who Zariel is. Zariel was an angel. The lieutenant in Paylor's army was the tip of the spear during the Dawn War, and fell out of favor... And became a lord of hell after that. She was instrumental in driving back the betrayer gods. She was once an angel. And look at her now. <laughs> Yay. How much contribution do I need to do here before I'm in trouble? Because hmm? you've done your part. Listen, I don't feel like I'm, I'm not supposed to be in here pumping her up and severe cheerleading. That's true. <laughs> Cora. Have I ever asked you to do something you didn't want to do? Well, this. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to look at her like. All right, fair. Could you use it in a sentence? Yeah. All right, fair. Do you really want me to answer that question? Have I ever asked you to go well beyond your moral standings? Have I ever asked you to kill an innocent? To rob somebody who is disenfranchised? I will Have give. I only ever offered to help? 
<laughs> I will give them the benefit of that. Uh, here, I thought my deal with them for your life would involve me having to kill someone, but actually, it just involved this meeting. So look, that's not that bad. I'm not here to corrupt Cora's soul. Hell, I'm not here to corrupt yours. Also, I'm the a only very reason I'm, it outright. Yeah. I'm a very good person. The and only reason I need it in exchange for my power is the pl- is the boundaries that have been placed upon me by my position. Mm. Also, I've got a quota. <laughs> it's the end of the month. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hell. Got a quota. Arch demons have a quota of souls they have to get. If she's gonna make her commission. Mm. She needs so your soul. So I reach out and I grab the contract pull. and pull it over and start opening it up and start yeah. reading it. Mm-hmm. Like it is basically straight up and down the things I just said. Basically, like you gain, you'll gain back your warlock powers. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, you can you know choose a new. You don't have to be packed to the chain anymore. You can choose whatever you want to, packed wise. Um, you can also completely retool your character. You can redo all of your your pack boons and everything like that. Um, She's offering you basically unfettered power in exchange for your soul when you die. Hmm. Well, I appreciate your directness and honesty. It is a novel approach. Um, no. Okay. And tears the contract in half. Oh, hot damn. I have mending. <laughs> Hmm? I have mending. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> I have mending. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. Like I said, he didn't have to agree. You weren't beholden to his yes or no. Uh, but if you ever change your mind, the deal is on the table. And when you look down from her, it's on the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not, not going to come out easily. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, no, no, it's not written in the table. Like, the contract's just holding it on in. the table. Yeah. Oh, it was carved into the table. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, now you got Take the table with you. Um, but the... But, yeah. So, my offer is, is there. Well, I appreciate the option. This has been, frankly, pleasant. Listen, this is not... The worst version of this I've ever done. So, oh, I imagine not. No. Well, you all have a lovely, uh, lovely day. And if you need anything, Cor, just ask. Ding. <laughs> when she goes, Cor is gonna look down at the table like this isn't over. <laughs> nope. I didn't do enough. As she like as she walks up by, she's like, "It's never over until it's over." I didn't do enough. And even when it's over, although I tried. Like, like, because she kind of, like, walks back to you. She's like, you did fine. I tried. You did. And got interrupted a couple times there. I understand. You did fine. It isn't over until you're in hell, and then it's not and she sets over the, ever. And she sets the soda can. Basically. She's only taking, like, two sips off of. She sets the soda can back in front of you and kind of, like, walks behind you, kind of towards Sestramere. And as she, like, walks behind Cora, she kind of disappears. Cora <laughs> throws the soda at the wall. <laughs> That way he's going to notice with all the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> so, And I think Cora just gets up and leaves. <laughs> I feel like you got off pretty easy. No, it's not over. I mean, <laughs> you fulfilled your bargain. I didn't. She would have said. No. Yeah, she said you did fine. Yeah. You fulfilled it. Yeah, what you're, she's you're saying cool on is, that favor. Yeah. What she's saying is that the next time that you need something, She'll she's going to offer again. Yeah. yeah. She's still there. 
Me, so, Emily, is not convinced. Therefore, Cora is not convinced. I mean, listen, that's fair. Your step uh, went down the path. There'll yeah. be more steps. Yep. Your journey to the she dark side is almost complete. legitimately have your best complete. interests in mind. Cora throws the soda at the wall, walks out muttering like, I didn't do enough, it's not <laughs> over, and like, walks home muttering that. <laughs> so what you want to do about your powers, Sashmir? Because when you cast out, when you cast a line out into the ocean, you don't know what's gonna bite. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sitting there staring. Also, desper- de- the scent of desperation permeates all planes of existence. Yep. <laughs> He's sitting there at the table, staring at the contract. Mm-hmm. Looks up. So, are you gonna do anything about this? <laughs> A knife flies across the wall. Snaps at him. Like, okay, now we can talk. <laughs> I know you're listening, Paylor. Um, because I've not had any gods like you. Don't have the same level of connection as Tessa does. Um, nope. I mean, he has to sleep tonight. <laughs> I guess he does. Yeah. Would you like me to put in a good word with you? <laughs> For you with my boss? You didn't ask me that in the thing. But I could. The uh, So yeah, you have a very frustrating rest of the day. You're real mad after yeah. this. I take it. I spend, actually, I spend the rest of the day demolishing what used to be the upper room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking a sledgehammer to that shit and bringing it down. So you turn into bed exhausted and tired and all of your muscles ache and everything, but you're still just mad and frustrated and everything. And, um, and so you go to sleep and um, you find yourself sitting in a... Like a park. Mm-hmm. Like a... And not like a park that you usually find in the city. This is like a... Like a... But it's got like... It's not as well manicured of a, of a green space. And there's a like a little... There's like a little river running through. Not a river. Like a little creek. Like running through. Um, it's more densely wooded than anything... Any other kind of park in the city or anything like that. And you're on a park bench. Um, and next to you... Know, just next to you is Paylor who's definitely just feeding ducks. Um, uh, <laughs> he's like, sorry, um, I ain't got a, the, uh, it's really hard to get to you where you're awake. So I didn't mean for you to put y'all in hole for that long. I didn't want to keep your wheels spinning, but, um, hands are somewhat tied. So y'all keep saying. It's true. Mm. I ain't lying to you. Mm. We, that's the thing about self-imposed exile. When you build a wall to keep yourself out, it's really hard to tear it down. <laughs> that's fair. We didn't, uh, this is not something we ever planned for. So we don't necessarily have a recourse for it. I mean, we could tear it, like I said, we could tear down that wall. But, I don't necessarily know if that's a better option or a worse one. That's a better one. It's easier to fix something that's broken than, you know, have nothing. But, I mean, it seemed like a, I mean, she was real honest with you. Yeah. 
Didn't seem like she was lying. Now, I don't know when she ain't the type to lie. She is a, she is a straight shooter, that's for sure. But it doesn't necessarily mean you like what she's shooting. She kind of fires on anything that moves. But the uh, she one thing she certainly ain't is a liar, which is weird to say about a devil. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't. There are pathways that you just have, like, the... I'm hesitant. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't never <clears throat> entered into agreement like that. Like, the one she offered you, like the one you had before. Mm-hmm. That just ain't something we've ever done. It ain't outside the realm of possibility. Because I've definitely seen that it's been done before. The little warlock running around hunting y'all. Mm-hmm. She, uh, her powers is definitely coming from somewhere divine and some in a way I ain't ever seen before, but. <sighs> She's also not wrong. Who? The one offered the deal. All right. Yeah, I'm like, listen, using she, you got a lot of yeah. folk who ain't wrong, probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, I ain't saying she is. And it's she's, way past time to to take steps. This is a step you can take. You might not like it. It might not be something you've done before. But it's past time to put some, some players on the board. I've seen... We have been doing a lot that we ain't usually doing. Things that Raven Queen has done with Tessa. Mm-hmm. Other feelers that we put out into the world. And they have unforeseen consequences. Ain't nothing in this world a clean exchange. But you're probably right. Listen, I'm going to fight this fight one way or another. I know. I know. Listen, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever start talking to you if I didn't think you would. But, I mean, I guess if it's a choice between her power and mine, probably a better option between them two. I'd like to think so. So. He, uh, and he's wearing like, um, he's wearing like a pair of like bibbed overalls and like a, like a, black and red checkered like flannel shirt under it he's got like a like a puffy sort of like work like a pretty like not like it's not like beat up but it's definitely been worn for a while like comfortably worn yeah like work jacket and everything and uh, he's got like a ball cap pulled down and everything he looks 100% like a papa like um And, uh... Papa, pay So he pulls, uh, he, like, um... Like I said, he's got kind of, like, one eye that, like, stays really closed. Like, mm-hmm. there's probably been some damage to it or something like that. And so he, like, he reaches into his... His his work jacket. And he puts on a pair of, like, little reading glasses. Oh, God, um, he's so cute! Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then he reaches back in and he pulls out like you know those like little flip over spiral notebooks, yeah. like the little ones. Pulls out one of those. Ow. <laughs> and he starts kind of writing in there, and he's like, "Sashmir and Rash, we gotta have us a deal. So, in exchange for power, to hopefully save the world." I require from you the it's hard for me to ask folk to do anything anymore mm-hmm. just ask just say the words just ask I need you once the world's saved obviously that takes precedent but once all of the reality is uh, at least somewhat less in peril. I need you to write the message of my church. It's been muddy for a long time. Particular sect of it feeling as though they need to grip the world with an iron fist make it look a certain way. Don't know who that would be. Yeah, <laughs> and that ain't what we're. That ain't what I'm about. That ain't what I ever want for this world. So, once you get it saved, that is your charge, Mister Narash, is to lead my church and my ideology in the mortal plane. And he writes this all on a tiny little notebook, <laughs> and he hands it over to you. And he like. Puts a line with an X next to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this so much. He's such a precious. Pen. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's in mechanical pencil. All right. It's one of those yellow ones that you got to twist the end on. Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who signs a contract in pencil? <laughs> a contract with Paylor, it's fine. In it's a yep. dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a dream pencil. <laughs> All right, he takes the pencil, licks the lid, signs. <laughs> All right. And he, like, flips the little notebook closed and puts it in his, his pocket. He's like, <clears throat> we'll see what comes from this. I may occasionally need to ask you for notes when I'm writing this thing. You ain't got to write nothing. I ain't about books. It's not about doctrine. It's about an ideology. So. We'll get it fixed. He kind of, like, claps you on the back. He's like, all right. And he, like, tears up a piece of white bread and throws it to some ducks. Jesus. Uh, so <laughs> bad for the ducks. <laughs> that creates violent geese who chase you for an entire subway sandwich. Yeah. yeah. What's good for ducks? Uh, like actual bird seed. All right, so he throws bird seed. He tears up a piece of white bread and turns into bird seed. <laughs> that creates... <laughs> that shit creates very aggressive geese who will chase you down for a foot-long subway sandwich. <laughs> bread also gives um, geese and ducks diarrhea... Makes okay. them poop a lot. And it doesn't have any nutrients. And yeah. it, like, okay, I didn't. I don't and, know. Yeah. Well, these also they're, they're don't feed bread ducks. to ducks. They can do yeah, whatever. They yeah. are. They are. They're heaven. Heaven. <laughs> ducks in heaven get to have all the white bread they, they want. want. <laughs> <laughs> all ducks go to heaven. Um, <laughs> except the shitty ones. You know who you are. <laughs> Okay, I think so. Oh, do we so need let's to... let's uh, frame up our next mission. I was gonna say. Yeah. So you guys are 
I'm so excited. I'm so sorry. I'm just. So your new functional HQ is like the Sans HQ, right? Yeah. Yeah, because like you're you've got the conference table, but it's still like a burned out building that smells like smoke all the time. Yeah. And soda. So you guys are at the. Actually, it's also where Seer is. Um, Seer gets contacted. Okay. By um. Uh, by uh. What what was the fucking off-brand names that I used for them? I know it's Toka and oh, uh, Ken, no, it's not Kenny. Because uh, that's Kenny's real name. I don't have it written here. Something anymore. Omega. Uh, that yeah, was no, several Alpha, character yeah. sheets ago. It's Danny Alpha. That was that's what it. it was. It was Danny Alpha. They come to you. Um, okay. They explain to you. Um, so ever since the curfews went into place, they've been having a hard time making money, um, because. You know, they can run maybe shows on the weekends before the curfews go in place, but you know, they were used to working, like, five days a week, and now they're working, like, two nights that are sparsely populated to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, recently, they had been given an offer to do some shows for, like, definitely hella under the table, um, some sort of, like, weird masked party auction things for a bunch of rich people. Good. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and it was actually working out fine. They were, they, you know, they were working less dates. They were making more money. It was all good. It was weird, but it was, you know, just cause like, it's weird cause they didn't know exactly who they were dealing with and they got, oh, the, you know, the address the day of, but you know, it's not the first time they've ever done something shaky under the table. Um, and that was all working out fine until a few days ago. Uh, they had, they were at an event and they were, they had a match against their friends, Nick and Matt, um, who were, they're actual dear people, the, um, <laughs> the, their brothers, um, and things got a little, things got a little bit rougher than they expected. Um, it's contact sport, you know, like they basically, they busted Matt in the eye and, you know, it, there was no animosity, you know, it was whatever, you just take a punch, whatever. No um, animosity? Hmm? No, not between them. Um, <laughs> the, and, but the problem is, after they went to go see the medic, they've not seen them again. They don't know where their friends are. Did you kill the bucks? I did not kill the bucks. <laughs> the, um, they're real deer people, though. I've definitely stabbed yes. them out as actual deer people. The, um... So the, so what they would like you to do is find their friends and maybe not burn their only source of income to the ground. Uh, do you know how we do things? <laughs> they don't have a lot of other options. Okay. Because <laughs> you know that's a, that's a, there is a significant non-zero chance of that happening, right? <laughs> we just we prefer for you to not burn our only form of income to the ground. Okay. okay. I heard the word maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's where we'll uh, that's where we'll pick back up at. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Dance. Yay! Yay.
Thank you.